And hold on. Okay, we're good. Good Lord. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Chaos. For what is, I believe, our third attempt to record episode 15 of Hello from the Offside. And now we're live. Yes. No, so you did it right. I'm just saying I'm we did so it right confused. finally. Just keep going. Just keep talking. talking. Goodness gracious. Episode 15. Still, I'm Davis. With me today is Colin. Hey, Colin. Hi. And Brad has graciously awoken at 2 a.m. his time uh, to join us. Hey, Brad. How is whatever Pacific Island you're in? It's good. It's actually rainy in Oakland today. So, like, yesterday would have been like a fuck you guys day because it was like explicit and sunny. Explicit wording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's It's true. Uh, How's Michigan? Cold. Very, 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 very cold. How is the opposite of Michigan? Uh, It's all right. It's a little chilly, but it's all right. All right. Um, all right, we're gonna jump right in because we haven't recorded in a month, and uh, and I gotta watch the crew game in like an hour. And yeah, Colin's let's go. And game. Davis has to take care of his family. And, and Brad too. Yep. All you of those things have happened. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you will. Anyway, um, quick look at the table: Chelsea in first, ten points ahead of Spurs, twenty-six games each, sixty-three points for Chelsea, fifty-three for Spurs, City in third. One point behind Spurs. Arsenal in fourth, two points behind City. Liverpool in fifth and 49, and United in sixth, also with 49 points in a game in hand, as Brad told us on at one point in one of our attempts to record. Um, and Everton in seventh at 44 points, only six points out of a Champions League spot. Clyde's happy about that. Clyde is very excited, especially given that – Everton play all of the teams ahead of them. Yep. So, wonderful. Um, very, very briefly, we will talk, and I believe we've already uh, – I don't know what that hand signal was, Colin. I burped. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I thought you were telling me to cut it out. Stop talking about how great Chelsea is. We're all going to have the same opinion, and it's all going to say that the Premier League race is over, and Chelsea have already won. Um, yeah, Liverpool. So, so that's Chelsea. Chelsea, ten points clear with twelve point or twelve games left, and it's looking very good for the Blues. Um, quickly, we'll talk about uh, Antonio Conte being the man. I'm going to hop on my soapbox and. <laughs> say that I really did not think that his passion would come over so quickly. I knew that he would be a passionate coach. I didn't know necessarily that he would be so incredible with the media and loving the fans and really embracing the culture and the city. I mean, you see him, he's riding the the subways or the tubes as they call it. And he's just incredible. Love the guy to death. Um, Antonio Conti, numero uno. Yep. He likes to jump around on the sidelines or something, right? Right, Brad? Doesn't he like to jump? <laughs> I'm not doing it again. Uh, make that video. Daggone it. Just make the video and post it from our medium. I'll, I'll, I'll put this uh, – we'll, we'll fix it in post. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fix okay. it in post. I'll add that joke in post. Anyway, all I'm going to say is that people are saying that the only reason Chelsea's in first place is <laughs> only have to focus on the EPL and they haven't had to do much else. I'm just, people are saying that. People Many are people saying are saying that. that. Maybe. On the internet about it. So, and the internet can't lie because it doesn't have a mouth. So I'm just, people are saying. <laughs> That's a good point. People are saying, Davis. So. All right. We're going to talk about the other blues. Colin, how excited are you? Or how pleased are you with Everton's season so far? I am. Um, they've kind of discovered that, Gareth Barry sucks, which I've known for like two years now. Um, Tom Davies is amazing. Lukaku's been playing so well. Yeah, Schneiderlin is good. I'm glad we signed him. That was a huge signing. Um, and they, they ended up I, – I don't think they lost – they didn't lose at all since when uh, our kind of 
our not poor man's, but our middle class version of uh, Ngola Conti, Idrissa Gay, was in uh, the African, African Cup of Nations. So that was nice. Um, we haven't lost in the well, they. I, I don't know. I'll say we. We haven't lost in the entire year. Um, draws and wins, which is great. I don't know if that's going to last. We play Tottenham tomorrow. It's not been a particularly tough year so far, besides the um, game against. Yeah, but you're winning. Man City good win. Which yeah, is like, it was a huge win. You can say it's like not a tough stretch, but like lots of teams falter on the. Yeah, game. they should. Win. Winning when winning when we have to. Um, the the big thing, Everton. If the way things are shaking out right now, if Everton can stay in seventh place, they're going to make Europa because. A uh, top six team has won the League Cup, and if a top six team wins the FA Cup, they'll be in um, the seventh place team. Will. So currently, the three teams that are in the FA Cup that are not top seven are, um, I think, Millwall, Middlesbrough, and Lincoln City. So if those three teams lose in one of the next three games that happen in the FA Cup, Everton, if they can finish seventh, will be good. I'd much rather finish in the top four, but that's going to take a lot of winning games. Um, and Man, I don't think they've got it this year. It could happen. It could. Schneider was a great signing for y'all. Yes. And I, I wish we had a little more depth on the wings. Um, oh, uh, Lookman. Lookman is a cool dude too. <laughs> that's he's like 19 and super fast. And everyone kind of was like, oh, sure, he'll get some minutes. And then he's played in every game he's been in from the – he came from League One, not even the championship. Yeah. So – Straight up from League One, skipped the championship, went to Everton. League eh. No, that's a different League One. Uh, currently, like, I know that, like, but Liverpool's doing that thing where because they're playing a good team that's not afraid of them, their high press is working really well. Yep. And they're winning one to nothing. Yeah, got it. I'm pretty sure we had an article about that at one point. Uh, uh, yeah, I think you wrote it, didn't you? I did, yeah. It, <laughs> well, oh, Brad, plugging his own article. Look at himself. Plug in himself. Hey, hey, you know who edited that article? Our editor in chief, Colin. You're right, daggone it. I yeah. edited it with much gusto. Yeah, so I'm just saying. All right, that's all I got. Personal. That's amazing. This is great I'm news. Watching. I can be watching this game. I don't know why I'm not. Sorry, go ahead. I'm done. Everton. Oh, I'm, well. super, I'm super glad that uh, Schneiderlin's getting some playing time and playing for you guys because, like, he deserves it. He's not he getting he United. And he's always been a pretty solid player, like serviceable. So, give, give me a one-word answer from you guys. Is Komen gonna get? Is he gonna be the one who Barca wants? Yes or no? No. Good, Brad. Uh, yes. Uh, I don't want him to. I want him them to just totally pass over him. They, we'll see. They will. He, he, is the most what was that noise? Oh, oh advertisements! What? I wonder what could be <laughs> happening. Um, I all right. they didn't pay for that. Chevy so, <laughs> owes money now. Pay us, Chevy, or we're going to talk about how good Ford is. Yeah, gosh darn it. <laughs> Chevy found it. Nope, never mind. Not going to say it. Go ahead. All right, let's move on. We'll talk about Brad's stupid team um, that are in sixth place. Sixth place. Yep, sixth place. I believe they're in sixth place. Yep, sixth place. All right, Brad, let's talk about that sixth place team of yours. Sad. Um, I don't know. They're playing fine. I mean, they haven't lost in 16 Premier League games, but, uh, I mean, today they looked like hot garbage. <laughs> and I know a lot of, like, United fans are trying to be like, oh, the refs, but, like, they just did not look good. Yeah. Um, so Campaign against United. I don't really want to, like, blame the refs because that's stupid and that's what stupid people do. Like, when you only try for, like, the last 10 minutes because you're like, oh, no, it's 1-1. Like, freaking the Cherries were 10 men. The last forty-five minutes, like down the cherries on that game. So, I'm just not going to blame the refs when you have an extra man. You should win. Like You're right. Josie Mourinho especially is, especially with the talent they have. So, it happens. Um, you know, uh, they got a tough stretch coming up. I think I was telling Colin this on the ninth. They play in Russia for the Europa, and then the following Monday, like less than five days later, they play at Chelsea for the FA Cup. And I already put so much bad karma on them for that article I wrote that there's <laughs> no way they're going to beat Chelsea. I put a lot of bad juju on them. So uh, congrats to Davis and Chelsea for continuing to win in the FA Cup. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I'm going to be really interested, just because you brought it up, I'm going to be very interested to see the reception that Josie gets this time around. 
if he gets anything considering that he basically just said that our fans suck. Yeah, he sucks. So he can go. I, I wouldn't um, even say anything. Just beat him and be like, and then celebrate your trophy in front of him. Like, that's what you do. Yeah, for real. Like, another 4 0 would be great. Yeah. I've always thought that, like, it's, like, really dumb when Chelsea fans get mad at, like, yeah. and who fucked Josie? I'm like, dude, everyone's so petty. But then I remember how dumb and douchey Josie is. And I'm like, yeah, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> that's true. You're right. He. So it's like it's hard. Like it gets annoying, like hearing it from you, Davis, because like you're obviously one of the Chelsea fans I talk to. Like fuck Josie, like man, fuck United. And I'm like, dude, just let it go. You're winning. Like you're crushing the league. Let it go. But well, then tell Josie to let it go. He started it. But then Josie will do something stupid and like try and put a knife in a wound. Dad, he started it. We were all fine to say, okay, you're a poo poo head for leaving to go to United. And we were all okay with, okay, fine, sure. But then he came out with his whole little bash against our fans and everything in the beginning of the season. And now it's back again. So he can just, he can just you know, go yeah. kick rocks. I'm, I'm fine with that. Like I said, I mean, uh, United's playing a lot better. Uh, they'll be even better when they sign Griezmann this summer. So I'm not too <laughs> about it. That will probably happen. Oh, I love Griezmann. He's so, so suave. <laughs> his goal is so good. Just absolutely so tiny and suave. He's so freaking good. Um, all right, we will talk about City. Is there anything to talk about? Are they? Are they? Are they good again? Mm. Eh, I, I just really. think City is like one hundred percent. Like I don't care about anything else but winning the Champions League because we've never done it. Yes, you're right. And so, like, I feel like they're just like everything else is going through the motions. It feels like when I watch them. But when I watch them in the Champions League, I'm like, holy cow, City is freaking good. But well, John Stones, them, that's like, part of it. John Stones is amazing, Colin. He's, he was worth a million dollars. Hey, I've, I've been on the John Stones is bad team. I've been driving that train since he was uh, yeah, Colin playing garbage for Everton stuff. last year. Yeah, Colin called it. I did Colin sold it. real high and made lots of money on that. So good job, Colin. <laughs> I know. Thank you, guys. I, I appreciate that. Um, what's even scarier city are, what I think is very interesting about this race right now is city are what three points from missing out on champions league, unless they win it. And yes. I just think that's miraculous to go from third to fifth in three points right now. Yes, um, that's true. You're right. The whole top of the table minus first place. Is That's what Colin and I said. We said you could pretty much break the table into four tiers. The first tier is Chelsea by itself. The second tier is two through seven. The third tier is eight through, what, 13? Yeah. And 14 through 20 are all battling not to get relegated, essentially. That was good analysis. Yeah. That was, but I'm going to have to start disagreeing with you. I think Bournemouth and Leicester are safe. You think so? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I think Leicester, like... Leicester looked good today. They did not look as good as they were last season. They looked good. They looked a good side. They were also playing Hull City. They, they were also playing Hull City, You're right. Second worst team in the league. The Tiger Bombs? The Hull City Tiger Bombs. <laughs> I, uh, all, I, all I know is Iowa sucks, one. And two, that I really don't want Burrow to get relegated. I would really like for Burrow to stay up, just because it just seems right. Just seems right. Nah. Um, while we're watching, we're all watching Liverpool and Arsenal. Let's yeah. talk about: Is this finally the end for Arsene Wenger? Calling? I don't think so. I mean, why do you get rid of him unless you finish out of the top five? Which uh, they're one point away from doing. <laughs> so. out of the top four, sure, it's the end for him. Um, if you don't like. There's a lot to say for him being an institution and being able to still finish there and trying. Like he's won the Premier League. It's been a long time, but he's won. I, I'm just not like, and it's definitely my MLS mentality and my like American coaching loyalty thing. Um, but he's been good. Like just leave him. Maybe suggest that he retire. Like look what happened to Man U when they got rid of their great manager. They didn't get rid of him. He retired, but like yeah. they haven't been back. Arsenal does questionably doesn't have the money to spend and that's the issue is that like is arsenal being tight or is he not being given the money he wants to spend arsenal have the money they just don't want to spend it that's okay i'm i respect that that's fine 
I'm on Colin's team that I don't think he's going to get fired, but it's for a different reason. He's going to do that thing he does every year where, like, they start really hot and everyone's like, ooh, Arsenal, watch out. And then, like, pretty much for three months, they're just, like, mediocre to average. And then the last month, when it doesn't matter, they'll come on hot and everyone will be all excited about Arsenal next year. Right. And that literally saves his job every time. Yep. And so I wouldn't be surprised if that just continues. But I also agree with Colin that, like, when you have a good manager who's consistent, it's really hard to find someone else who's going to be consistent. Like, okay. Now, uh, let, let me throw this out there. If Jorge Sampioli, I'm sure I'm butchering his name, but if Sampioli comes to Arsenal, replaces Wenger, or is available to replace Wenger, and you're the Arsenal chair, do you not immediately snatch him up, if not only to save Alexis Ch- Sanchez? I think Alexi Sanchez is overrated. So no, I don't think you do that because like you don't want to be the team that is going against Barcelona for a manager this off season. Like this is not a good off season to hire a new manager. I, I think you only do it if you've got a perfect situation. Like, I mean, Klopp, I Klopp maybe to Barcelona. That's what I want. Um, That'd be interesting. But I just like, I don't think you want to be that team this year. And Sampioli is fine. Is why would what like what's so great about him going to Arsenal? Besides, you get to, you get to keep Alexis Sanchez. Alexis he's a Sanchez fine, he's a fine manager, and you get to keep Alexis Sanchez. Who's Alexis old? Sanchez is old. Who's Alexis old? Sanchez is twenty-eight. Really, really, really good. He is good, but he's not going to be good forever. He'll be good for at least two, three more years. He's my size. He's going to get hurt. He's really, really good. He's like if I were super yeah. buff. Okay. Are we still talking about Alexi Sanchez? Because my opinion's made up that he's overrated. I was talking about how buff I am. That was what I was talking about. So y'all think Wenger stays if Arsenal finish top four? I just – you got to look – like, Colin's got a good point. Barcelona's going to be looking for a manager. So thinking about that and, like, thinking about everything, like, is it smart for them to, like, cut him loose after this year? Jurgen to Arsenal, done deal. Jurgen Klopp? Nope, Jurgen Klinsmann. Oh my god! All right, let's quit talking about Arsenal because they're terrible and nobody cares. Um, Colin wants to know if anyone from the EPL is going to go to Barcelona. Um, no. Are we talking maybe Sergio Aguero? Maybe Sergio Aguero, and that's all I got for you. Yaya Torre. No, I'm talking about managers, guys. Oh, managers? Oh, Klopp. Yeah? Yep, Klopp's my guy. Klopp, Klopp's got the job if he wants it, which I don't blame him for leaving. Yeah. Um, unless Liverpool go on a run and finish second or third, which they're definitely capable of doing. Um, True. The only reason is because I think that I think that then Liverpool would be willing to talk Money's to him. So, yeah. Um, anybody else? Think I know, Brad. You talked about Komen. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, you, I could see it happening, but I could. It's it's hard to say. Like right now, I feel like closer to the end of the season, I'll have a better feel on it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like it's really early. Like I know that Barcelona it is still March. Yeah, coach kind of was like, eh. but like closer to May, like I'll have a better feel. Yeah. I think Klopp's gone. I don't obviously I, I don't think Conti's going anywhere. Um no. Pochettino would be an interesting choice. Yeah, that's I, true. But I hear that there are a lot of people who like in his background or like who know him or something who aren't impressed with him, who think that he's kind of just gotten lucky, which I can't really either prove or disprove to be completely honest with you i don't think i agree with that but i don't think he has this is going to sound crazy i don't think he has the mentality to coach at a big a, a huge club yeah are um, we really going to leave big sam out of this conversation oh big sam <laughs> big sam i hear i hear ranieri or ranieri or whatever the fuck his name is is available as well <laughs> um yeah how funny would that be if they hired him and he just like was like okay we're gonna sit back and hold Park the bus, guys. We're just going to counter with Messi. Jo- Josie? <laughs> yeah. Well, I have said that many times about him. So, yeah. you right. Guys, I just pre-ordered my crew jersey. Yeah. But they, they, I can't get a name or number on the back for some reason. Uh, whatever. 
Well, while we're talking about America, the great segue, Colin, let's talk about the U.S. men's national team and their first couple of games under Bruce Arena. Um, guys, what did we think for Bruce part dose? So did you guys watch the games? Uneventful. Yeah. I watched the second one. I watched both, and they kind of sucked. Yep. That's 100% where I'm at. I watched parts of both of them, and I was bored out of my mind. I was, and I was like, wow, it totally looks like we're just playing to qualify and not do anything exciting. Well, there were I, almost friendlies. Yeah, I realize that. But, like, right now my opinion is that I would rather see the United States try something crazy and go out in a flame of, like, blaze of glory than to be boring and just be like, oh, we need to qualify. Let's – No, no, no. I think no, I think I agree qualify. with Davis. Yeah. That, and, and Arena's brought in to kind of say, okay, this is a weird gap year where we've got some old guys. The last World Cup was a success, but we got to qualify, and that's all his job is. He's yes. done after the, the World Cup. Um, if he even stays excited. around for the World yeah, Cup. If he even stays for the World Cup, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. I, mean, I, I don't know. I was disappointed. Um, I think I, w- I was disappointed because we should have beaten Jamaica by more. Um, I wanted to see some consistency in how the team was going to play. I Agreed. think it was kind of there. Um, sort of that, I think the four one three two is probably where we'll be. And I think that's kind of where a lot of teams are going um, generally. That four three three we tried out against, um, oh, was that Serbia? Wasn't really yeah. good. Uh, so that kind of sucked. But the four one three two is good. It was awesome to see Nagby be really good, um, to, to see – uh, Bradley be back in his old yep. places, the number six being good right in front of the back four. Um, it'll be Michael great when- Bradley. That, to me, sorry to interrupt, but please do. Yeah, you hit it on the head. The key to the United States qualifying is Michael Bradley and having him in a consistent leadership role. Yes. Period. Yes, it's not going to be flirting with him being in a you know in a pivot or on either side of the midfield in four three three. It, it's not going to be him flirting with the idea of being the number 10. Yeah. No. Michael Bradley is a number six, and yeah. he plays best as a number six, and he seems – right, Clyde? I, Clyde agrees. And it seems like – I swear it seems like Bradley just has to be just such a good freaking guy and willing to do anything that he never – He is. <laughs> he, he, I swear because – you know, if this was LeBron James, LeBron James would say, you're dumb. You're, you're not playing me in my position. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And Michael Bradley, to, kudos to him. But, man, I, I I have to agree. The positives were Michael Bradley being back in the six mm-hmm. and looking good and comfortable and managing the game as he's supposed to and Darlington Nagby looking good. So I think what we bring back, the, the big changes that we get is we're going to get a real right back. Uh if Yedlin's Yedlin. absolutely going to be the starter because he's dominating the championship, yeah. it's kind of amazing. Like multiple multiple championship uh, readers and reporters readers are calling him the best player in the championship. Many people are saying he's the best right back in the championship, and, and that's not time. crazy. Um, and we've got some left back options with Villafana. We're going to have Johnson. We're going to have. Pulisic is going to be playing. We're going to have Bobby Wood to play off of Josie. Like it's going to, we're going to have better players, but I was still just a little disappointed with how lackluster the guys who were given chances were. Can we talk about how I feel like we should not rely on Josie? Yeah, I agree. Because that guy is so unreliable because of injuries. Like he's okay. I think it's finally time to say it, Brad. He's not that good. Yeah, I'm with you on this. I disagree with that, but that's fair. I think Worm just never stays consistent enough. Like, he's – I would rather have someone who's just going to be consistent than, like, flashes of brilliance from Josie in, like, a three-game stretch. Sure. I would rather have Bobby Wood up there full-time. We're going to have them together. They're going to play together. together. They're going to play together, and they should. Josie is really good when he has a second striker. Yeah. Okay. But then you, you know, but then you lose the number ten. You're not. You don't want to play Bobby Ten off of Josie and yeah. lose the number ten. You do a four one three two, and then you have a ten. You've got two wingers. You've got two strikers. You've got a six, or you put an eight out there. Like we're not gonna. What I'm imagining we're gonna see in the first game. I think Honduras is 
Bobby Wood and Josie up top. The left is going to be Pulisic or Nagby. The right is going to be the other one. The middle is going to be either a number 10, Clushton looked pretty bad, or a number 8. So that could be the Jones role, who he can't play, so that might be Leggett, who looked really good. Yeah. Um, then you're going to have Bradley behind. You're going to go left to right is probably Fabian Johnson. Um, two center backs, we have a million. One of them will be Brooks, maybe Cameron, maybe someone else good. And then you've got Yedlin on the right. Like, we shouldn't lose with that lineup. We shouldn't lose to Honduras or uh, who do we play at? Panama, I think, after? Yeah, I think it's at Panama. Oh, great. No, we should beat Panama away. Yes, we should. Can we wait and see, like, Seattle? There's talk of Seattle playing Jordan uh, Morris as, like, a holding forward. That's stupid. How good he does at that, like that's dumb. Before we decide on Josie being that guy, that's so dumb. I know. I'm not thrilled about it, but like it would really help the development. Hey, if you had Bobby Wood and Jordan Morris up top, would you not feel just a little bit more comfortable that you're going to get some goals or no, at least pull mouth action? Jordan Morris has one foot. Yeah, <laughs> Jordan the top- Morris plays the short Andy Carroll role. Yes, he does. <laughs> and. I'm fine with it. Bobby. Jordan Morris is good, but he's so one-footed. It yeah, him. the talk is the reason they want to play him at that holding kind of striker role is because they want to force him to have to, like, work on going left. Well, then make him do it in practice. Be like, Jordan, this is, this is no right Wednesday. Like, you have to use your left foot the whole day. No right Wednesday, everybody. Thank you. I invented hey, that. Hey. No, anyway, but this is a good, that's a good conversation, guys. I like that. Yeah. I just think, like, you know, let's. What if he's really good at it? Ends up like, I mean, he. I guess he's. What if he's really good at it, guys? What if? What if? I mean, he's less injury prone than freaking Josie. Well, sort of. He was hurt during the last camp, so he couldn't play in the first game. What if Breck Shea makes a U.S. Men's National Team comeback and he's just really good? As a number nine, he's playing as a number nine for uh, for for Vancouver. Saint Breck. Saint Breck. Returns. They're finally putting him in a position that he belongs in. It's about <laughs> Yes. All right. That's another beautiful segue. And we're going <laughs> to now talk about MLS. Uh, we The season has started. It started last night-ish. Yeah. Ish. Yes, yeah, last yeah. night. For real. Um, for reals. For reals. He's 2017 MLS is back. What is, what's going on? Colin, our MLS machine guy. Yeah. Give it to us. Uh, so, so welcome to MLS, you guys. It's it's going. Um, yeah. Atlanta, Minnesota, new, going two vastly different directions. Atlanta went crazy spending money and got a lot of young dudes that are good. Minnesota's seemed to be like, oh, let's just get a roster, uh, and then we'll see how it works. Which I think, as we saw last night, not well, but Minnesota's you know, in a in a weird position, and I think they're doing it right because they get two sorry. openers. They get two first seasons this is season one this is sort of like a beta season um like they're testing it out see how everything can go see what they need to do and then next year they open their stadium and that's what matters that's when you say all right we're gonna spend the money we're gonna grab aaron johansson we're gonna grab whoever it is big name guy bring him here and and we're gonna go for it next year so what is aaron johansson been up to I haven't heard his name. He's been very injured. Yeah, he's still on uh, Vertebrumen, right? Yeah, super injured. Yeah, he's been injured for a while. He had like a really bad back injury or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, any thoughts real quick on Atlanta or Minnesota, kind of as their first seasons before? I, I want to talk about mix before we get into individual stuff. Atlanta. Yeah, I would just like to say that, like, the, obviously, like you said, they're doing a tale of two different things where Atlanta, like, splashed around some money, and I feel like Atlanta – We've talked about this, and I hate saying it, but Atlanta's a shitty sports town. <laughs> Terrible. Sure. Uh, they're doing it, like, very smart in that they bought a lot of younger talent from South America attacking players, and they've seen what's worked in the MLS, and that's what's worked. And I think they're going to try and, like, really get people excited about them and uh, be try to make the playoffs the first year, which I think they have a pretty decent chance of. Whereas Minnesota, I think, is, like you said, just kind of feeling it out. And uh, I think Minnesota kind of wanted to gauge what they had coming from USL. Like they I think you're right. USL roster. Yeah. I think they want to see, like, 
hey, which of these guys are going to sink and which of these guys are going to float? And then once we know that next year when we have our stadium, we can build around the guys who who were here like and did well. And you, their first goal scorer was their leading scorer in the USL, uh, Ramirez. Right? Yeah, Christian Ramirez. Yeah, and I thought he looked pretty good last night for the most part. I didn't think he looked out of place. Like I, I think he obviously they need more around him, but like I, he's a serviceable MLS striker. I'm, I don't think that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I think you're crazy. Davis, any, any Atlanta thoughts? Atlanta, you guys. As, uh, as our voice of the South. <laughs> I will reserve my Atlanta United FC SC Real fandom <laughs> for whenever they decide if I can have a local MLS team. Come on, Garber. Give me MLS in Detroit. <laughs> now. So um, Atlanta. No, okay. Atlanta, you guys, Atlanta are going to be good. Yeah. They're going to be exciting. They're going to be, I think, they're going to be like Orlando was the, the, the first season they played. They're just going to be very exciting to watch. Their games can be four to three, I think. I think they signed the Paraguayan. Um, you nailed it. Uh, Almiron. Mm-hmm. I, I know I'm butchering it. I yeah, Miguel Almiron, yeah. Yeah, he, he's, I mean, he's good. Dude, 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 I mean, we all remember watching him in, this, in the Copa America Centenario. I mean, he was so good. Yeah, he's and good. he's now in MLS. He's 23, 24. Like, he's really young, uh-huh. and he's not even a DP. Uh, yeah, he is. He's a young DP. Well, he's still the same. Oh. Doesn't matter what age you are, you're still a DP. Um, no, no, no. I, no, you're right. Different. His salary is a little lower. Yeah. But it, it's, a, it's a lower cap hit, but he's still – you're right. You're totally right. I'm Ir- irregardless, this, yeah, uh, Carlos Bocanegra managing is the greatest move I think an MLS team has made ever. And they've got Tata Martino, too. I mean, that's exactly. amazing. I mean, the guy managed Barca in Argentina. Yeah. I, I, th- I think Atlanta are uh, – yeah, they're spending money. Wow, Arsenal. Going, no, Liverpool. No. Or uh, Liverpool, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Um, they're, they're going to be an exciting team to watch. They've sold out everything, completely proving everything that I said wrong. Kudos to them. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Uh, I, I'll eat my crow. Atlanta United, if anyone is listening who are Atlanta United FC supporters, you're Literally. right. I'm wrong. I'm stupid. You're smart. Way, go, way to go, Atlanta United supporters and Terminus Legion. Way to go. That's amazing to see the amount of I – mean, they sold all their season tickets. 30,000 season tickets. I mean, yeah, my friend bought some. He lives that's- in Atlanta. That's like ten more thousand seats than Crew Stadium holds, or than Mafre holds. <clears throat> I, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, though, because there are going to be hiccups. It, it, yep. They can start out very well, and then kind of teeter off. You know, anything is possible. I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens whenever they they hit some adversity, which they will. Davis, what's their supporters group called again? Uh, Terminus Legion was the original one because they were is. That was their USL or US. Something about like the end of a train or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, ode to, uh, what do you call it, Uh, The Walking Dead? Isn't like Terminus a thing in that? Oh, sure. I don't know. Never seen The Walking Dead. So I'm going to give it – oh, go ahead. Isn't it weird, Davis, that they're calling their march to the stadium Sherman's March? (laughs) 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 Okay. That's the best joke ever. Super, super not funny to talk about war crimes. Uh, uh, Ohio's own General William Tecumseh Sherman. Yeah. Um, war criminals are great. Let's okay. let's bring up all of the war criminals, Brad. Let's let's move on. I so I agree with Davis, but I think that the thing with Atlanta and what, what we need to figure out is MLS managers from other leagues have generally struggled in their first couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta's gonna be good, but their defense isn't very good. I love Michael Parkhurst, but he is past it. He is not a starting center back in MLS for a good team. I think Atlanta is going to contend for the sixth spot. They surprised me toward the end of the season. I think that's when they're really going to start kicking it up, playing together well. But they've got a lot of young guys, and it's not a gentle league, I guess is how I I will put it. What time is that game? The game's tonight, right? At like 5.30? Yeah. ESPN? Uh, Fox Sports 1? I think it's on ESPN, dude. It might be ESPN. I don't know. Um, on channel. Good talk. We can hurry this up. I might go to the Quakes game. Come on, guys. Oh, really? I don't know. I'm thinking about it. It's only like 18 bucks. I think. You should. You should definitely go. 
Yeah, but I'm off Quake, so. Um, Wait, okay. how close are you? Okay, I don't know California geography. San Jose is part of the San Francisco Bay. It's the very southern tip. It's like an hour drive for me to their stadium. Uh, no, Atlanta plays tomorrow at, on FS1 at 6.30. Oh, I, I apologize. 6.30 Central. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hijack Davis's hosting and take over the MLS part. Okay, um, see you later. Bye. No. So let's let's quickly talk about Mix. So what happened with Mix is he was bought out. His his contract was bought out for the year by New York City FC. So that means they paid him seven hundred twenty thousand dollars to go away to not play. Yeah, that's not the rest of his contract. He still could play. He still has more years left on his MLS contract. So he remains under contract with MLS, but he's been bought out. So that some right now the league is paying his salary but someone else can take over his contract or a portion of it. Um, however, the reports that I've read from a couple places uh, are that Mix's, Mix was given a no-trade clause and a, a, maybe a no-waiver clause that he couldn't be waived because he really wanted to stay in New York. So in theory, he could just be hanging out in MLS with no team unless he's like, you know what, I'll waive this. So Mix... Will he stay in MLS? Is he going abroad? What do you think? Davis. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go back to Europe, go to Norway or something. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't blame him. Uh, I wouldn't – I don't know. Mix has just been a character ever since he was, you know, kind of discovered, I guess, or became a household name almost. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, who, who in MLS is going to be interested in what, what are the hoops that they'd have to jump through to try to get him? Uh, not many because essentially they, they would, it's, if he went into waivers, he, his contract would be kind of up in the air. And I'm, my understanding of it, and this might be wrong, is that the teams say, if he goes to waivers and he says, okay, I'm going to go to waivers, then teams can essentially bid on a percentage of his salary. So they can say, okay, we're going to pay 75, we're going to pay 80. Okay. And then the team that bids the highest gets him. However, he doesn't want that. He wants to control where he goes. But he's, and he's got this contract that he's not, he's not going to get paid 720000 or whatever it was anywhere else in the world right now. Yeah. He's not. So he can either take that and not play, or he can – I'm, I'm not sure how it works. So if, like, let's well, say – Well, if he still has a contract, could he play next year for NYCFC? I don't know. I think no. I think he's technically not on the team. So, so he has to. So he's resigned to either staying in New York and collecting not a playing. paycheck, not playing, yeah, or playing somewhere. Yeah, but you also have to look at: Is MLS going to want to give him up for nothing and say, "Okay, we'll let you go on loan," but then they're not going to get any of his salary recouped, yeah. or are they going to say, "Okay, we're going to sell you. We're going to transfer you straight off." That's probably the way they want to go, but they're not going to get anything back for him. It's going to be free. Um, well, so, then, so then it looks like he's either going to stay in New York collecting a paycheck, not playing, or he'll, he'll have to find a new club. So yes. what clubs are out there that would even want to bid for him that he would want to go? Uh, Rosenberg in, in uh, Norway, his home team. He has collected his paycheck from New York. They're no longer going to pay him anymore. They just were like, here's all the money from your contract. Oh, he's going to but he still has years left. Yeah. I mean, at least for this year, he's paid. So. Well, he also has next year left, at least. I know he, he at least has one more year left on his contract, so it's just bizarre. Um, so, like, but, let, let's say Minnesota bids whatever for him. Well, we'll they bid 70% of, of his contract. Well, he has Does to – Mix want to go to – yeah, exactly. He has to – Wave that first, yeah. So is there any MLS team that Mix would want to go to that would want Mix or need Mix? I don't think – I can't think of an MLS team. And Brad and I talked about this yesterday. Houston, maybe. I don't think he'd want to go there. He is from Arizona, sort of, and he likes Arizona, so Houston's nowhere near that. But maybe – maybe not even L.A. They don't need him. Um, Houston uh, – who else did we say yesterday? Could he um, try to – try to – I mean, he could if he really wanted to. Didn't we say Vancouver? Vancouver, yeah, Vancouver is an interesting one. That's kind of See, a cosmopolitan city. I think that'd be a good fit for him. I do too. And Vancouver's like a pretty like, I mean, 
it's kind of like going to Toronto. It's an international yeah. city. It's really nice. Uh, Not much pressure. Yeah, I think he would fit in and do well there. I think As right. I told you yesterday, like people might be out on mix, but I'm still buying mixed stock. Like, I'll be on Mix Island by myself. I don't care. What so Mix and Brexhay up top, how many goals do they score? To Zero. Mix is uh, slow and like makes slow decisions. <laughs> That's his problem. Yeah. Zero. A less good Pirlo, and that's yeah. why FC was like, we don't need you. It's like he's too slow to he's he's good on the ball, but he's too slow to be like a striker, and he's his decision making is too slow to be a real number ten. So he's yeah. like he's like a really really crappy eight, essentially. Yep. All right, so let's move on and talk about the the specific teams that we like. Um, we're going to jump in with LA really, really quickly first. I don't want to talk too much about them because they are Renee's team. He pays way more attention to them than we do. But someone threw this in here. It might have been Brad, and I think it's a valid question for this year. Is LA really going to be good, or are they just kind of a collection of names sort of looking to what I see is kind of move on to that model of Dallas and raising their own players? What do you guys, what do you guys think about LA, Brad? Uh, I mean, I was the one who added that comment, and I like we we talked about this yesterday, and like I know I'm stealing it from Total Soccer Show. Yeah, well, it's, the they look like on paper. If you just look at it, you're like, wow, LA is going to be good, but like I just don't know how well they're going to play together. And you lose Keane, who was by far their most consistent and like. I would say their most valuable player the last couple of years. Agreed. Him and you just don't know what you're going to get out of Zardes. And I mean, the only player on that team that I would be like legitimately afraid of every time is Zard or not Zardes, uh, Dos Santos, Johnny Two Saints is where I'm at. And just like I look at the team and I'm like, who are you? What are you doing? Are you just like kind of holding down and maybe maybe making the bottom tier of the playoffs? Just so you can rebuild, or are you going to go for it again? I think they have a pretty through. sweet winger, though. That dude is pretty good. They're new DP. Yeah. I mean, but I just – I don't know. Without Bruce around, like, he was such a stable force in keeping, like, everything in check. Like, uh, what's his name? Alessandrini? Yeah. Alessandrini. Alessandrini. I dream of Drini. That wasn't funny. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um – so, Davis, my, uh, this is biased, and I don't know why, and I'm sorry, Renee, but I don't know why I have always kind of felt that the LA Galaxy have always been a team of individuals, and I think that's just because they go for the sexy names, not necessarily the best names, and uh, I don't know, maybe I'm off base, but Ashley Cole, love you, buddy. I love you to death, but LA's defense is terrible. They, they're they, and that's I mean, if if Ashley Cole even plays, if he beats out what's um Garcia or Romney for the the wingback, like it's bad. Fullback, I, I mean, the LA Galaxy. I mean, honestly, I hate to do this, but if you compare the LA Galaxy to Atlanta, I would have to say Atlanta might be the better team on paper. Right now, just on purely on paper, Gio Dos Santos is great. Allison Drini can hopefully supply him the balls, but Gio's not going to score as many headed goals as he wants. He needs to play to his feet. Um, Jack McBean up top with Gio is going to be interesting. Yep. Zardes, like Brad talked about, is kind of a question mark. Um, I mean, Leggett is there to shore things up and Jermaine Jones, but. What do you get from Jermaine Jones? That's my question. Nothing. Leadership, but weird, combative leadership. I don't know. Controversial leadership. I don't. All right. So let's move on from from LA. I think we've uh, we've given them enough grief without Renee. I think yeah, I, I think I see them a little bit differently. Um, I think they're they're kind of in a transition period where they're they're sort of adapting to MLS 4.0 or whatever you want to call it. Um, Zardes is good, but you're you're never gonna win if Zardes is the best player on your attacking side and he's not but he's close to it yeah um, I think what LA is going to start doing from now on is kind of kind of uh supplementing their homegrown roster which is excellent 
with uh, these big names. So you might occasionally see a Jonathan Dos Santos. Um, you might see a Zlatan. You might see a Chicharito. But you're around Chicharito, you're going to see seven guys who are from the L.A. area and came up through that league, and that's a good thing. Chicharito and Gio Dos Santos up top in an L.A. Galaxy team would be insane, yeah. and you know it. He's going to LAFC. But we'll talk about that in another episode. Okay. All right. Brad, what's going on with Seattle? Less is more with Seattle. Um, they won the MLS okay. Cup, let 13 players go, and are kind of bringing up through their ranks. Um, and they're honestly deeper this year than they were last year. They're going to be an MLS Cup. like They're in competition to make the finals again. I don't know if they'll win it again, but they're going to be good. And I mean, they still have an open DP spot. So I think they're going to do what they did last year and not sign anyone right now, wait until the summer transfer period and then plug in what they need. So plus Dempsey's back, you guys. Hooray. Yeah, nice. Hooray. Are they going to get Honda? Comeback player of the year. Yeah. Um, sorry. What was the question? Are they going to get Honda from uh, AC Milan? Uh, I hope not. Yeah, um, I don't – it's not that Honda's a bad player, but it goes against everything that's, like, worked recently in the MLS. And, like, the image of the MLS was, oh, it's just like a retirement league. Honda's older. Yeah. He's on the back. Like, I just don't – why do we need him? Like, why can't we just get a younger South American player? Like, that's what the league is becoming is this place where young talent can come thrive and then go elsewhere. And I'd rather see the MLS be that than a bunch of, like, blown-out European stars – coming and just like, oh, my last two raw, and then suck dick because of all the traffic. <laughs> like the West, unlike the Eastern Conference, the Western Conference is so spread out. Like, yeah, it is. Seattle to Kansas City is a fucking six or seven hour flight. Like, that's intense. Like, yeah, I just, I would rather see bring in young talent into the MLS, continue to develop this young talent, and who cares if they go to a European bigger league? Like, that's great. Like that brings people like, Hey, I watched this guy play at, you know, I don't know, Vancouver. And now he's playing for Southampton. Like I'm kind of interested in Southampton cause I want to see him do well. Like yeah. he was fan favorite like, or whatever, but like, I'd rather see that. And I just don't, I don't think they need Honda. Like I almost would rather that they sign a defensive player, like a defensive mid than another attacking DP. But that's just me. Agreed. Uh, Davis, do you want to jump in and do a quick Orlando preview? I do, but I'd also like to uh, take this time to, instead of uh, doing an Orlando preview, I'm going to do an Atlanta United FC preview, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome. That's great. Go for it. Atlanta, like we talked about, Miguel Almarone. um, Again, I apologize. I don't speak Spanish. That's good enough. Um, Close enough for government work. What? What? Nailed it. And expression. I, I don't get it, irregardless. Um, Atlanta, first season in MLS. Uh, Kenwin Jones is going to lead the line with those three DPs behind him, Almarone, Martinez, and Tito Alba. Tito and Jessica Alba. Um, Laurentowitz will probably anchor the defensive midfield, and we talked about their back line with Parker's being over the hill twice probably. Um, they also have uh, Tyrone Mears, your boy from Seattle, who, correct me if I'm wrong, think he won, he won when Seattle won, right? He was on that team, I do believe. Yes. I don't know. And, um, I mean, he's like 35, 34, 33, 30 something. He's, he's old, but he has Premier League experience also. So him and Parkhurst will be there with Greg Garza being probably the starting left back for forever in Atlanta. Um, which is a decent mix of experience and youth, I guess. Um, but it'll be interesting. Again, I think they're going to be an exciting club to watch. I really do. Uh, I <laughs> oddly have had a crush on Kenwin Jones from his days at West Brom, and I I don't know why. I just I just like to watch. He's just a monster. He reminds me of a poor man's Didier Drogba. No offense, Kenwin Jones. Um, Ooh, Didier Drogba. La, 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 la. Anyway, um, Atlanta United are going to be fun to watch. They, they're going to be an exciting club, and I 
really think with this amazing new stadium that they're going to have. Yeah. And the way that the supporters seem to be behind the club already, I think it's going to be an exciting atmosphere. And I think Bacanegra and Tito, I think they're going to be a fun club to watch, you guys. Yeah. Um, expansion teams, good job. Maybe give me one in Detroit. I'm <clears throat> just saying. Detroit right. doesn't want one. Detroit wants one. I'm, I'm excited for, not to jump off of Atlanta and go to Orlando, I'm pretty excited for Orlando, uh, Atlanta's new Good Lord. Orlando's new stadium. Yes. It's going to be pretty. It is. Um, it's going to be great. And I love that, like, how inclusive it is to the entire community of Orlando, especially with the, like, painting of the seats for the uh, victims of the, the shooting. Yes. So um, I just think that's, like, a good on MLS, good on Orlando thing where they're being inclusive. And I think that's one thing that MLS has done really well. Agreed. So, not not even just inclusive like that i mean that's a statement and and yeah. it's and it's a it, it's a good one and it's a powerful one it's one that not just probably the city of orlando and the state of florida needed after you know the tragedy with never 90 people killed in that nightclub attack i mean it, it, the country needed yeah also so I, i'm not going to echo it but just cuz i think it needs to be said as many times as possible good job on you orlando city for the painting of those seats. Bravo, you. Bravo, MLS. Bravo. Well done. Davis, are you going to stick with uh, Orlando or are you going to switch to Atlanta? Just a, like a. I'm just going to watch this season. No honest honest to God, like, I, it, I mean, if MLS doesn't come to Detroit, I have way more in common with an Atlanta team than I do an Orlando team. I've been That's to Orlando right. like twice. I just yeah. love Pache. I know. MLS right. just. Anywhere I move to, the MLS just seems to just not want to come to me. <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm just going to say it. Like, the Vancouver jerseys are pretty sick. So if you want to get a Breccia Vancouver That's jersey. That's in Canada. No, nothing Canadian comes into my house. All right. Fair enough. All right. So I'm going to do my quick Columbus preview. Um, I, Columbus had a really garbage wait, year. Wait, 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 wait. This is Collins Columbus Crew Corner. Okay. No. Oh, yeah. Collins Columbus Crew Corner. Columbus was garbage last year. Um, the defense was really bad. Uh, as you can see, they had 58 goals against. That sucked. That was like tied for second worst in the league or something. Um, a big, they made a bunch of big signings. A new D, DP, Jonathan Mensa, who's looked amazing in the preseason. I know it's preseason. Uh, to anchor, center back. He, is he the Ghanaian? Yes. He's good. I like him. He hasn't played a lot of... Um, it's so recently with clubs. He's 26, 25, so that's good, too. Um, but he's, he's a DP. We got him. Awesome. Uh, new left back, Juka Ratata. Hakuna Matata, I'm going to call him. <laughs> Hakuna Ratata uh, from Finland, I believe, who looks good. He, he's a very attacking guy. Um, looks like Tony Chani's on the way out, which I think is probably fair uh, for um, – oh, my God, I can't remember his name. Um, his last name is Abu Bakr, I believe. Uh, another Ghanaian, which is great. Alex Cronali, center back, homegrown from Maryland, one of the best defenders in uh, NCAA last year. They got Lalas Abubakar, yeah, Abu Bakr, exactly, uh, from Dayton as their first draft pick. Center back, awesome. Not really adding anything on the attack. They got a, a Brazilian dude named Arturo, who's young. That's pretty cool, uh, but we'll see. Um, and I think to me what really stands out, there was an awesome article on MLS this week by Benjamin Bear about um, expected goals um, and kind of seeing how expected goals from last year can, can transition to this year. So are you guys sort of aware of the expected goal stat and how it works? No. I mean, I'm aware of it. I still don't exactly get how it I works. I'll happily explain how it works in the most simple way I can. So expected goals sort of take every shot on the field that is both taken and conceded, and they say, judging by the positioning of this shot and other goals that are given up, how often would this goal go in? Would it go in one out of ten times, two out of, two out of ten times, three out of ten times? And so a shot that would go in one out of ten times is given .1 expected goal. And that's sort of how it works. If a shot that would go in every time is one, I don't think those really exist. Maybe if the goal is totally gone or something and everyone else is dead and you're by yourself. Um, but even but, then, Fernando yeah. Torres might be kicking. 
That's the way those work. So last year, the Columbus had 50 goals. Um, they had 54 expected goals. So they were a little bit unlucky. Um, they're definitely going to score a little better this year with a healthy Iguain and a hopefully full-time um, Ola Kamara, who will contend for the Golden Boot. The big difference is in the expected goals against. Last year, they gave up 58 goals, but only had 48 goals in the expected goals against. So that means they essentially gave up 10 more goals than they should have. Probably a factor of bad goalkeeping and bad defensive play. So if they actually can cut that down and be a lot closer to that 48 expected against while maintaining a 50 to 54 goals, that's going to be a huge turnaround. Um, so we'll see. I, I think Columbus is going to do well. I'm, I'm always optimistic about the crew because I'm a fan, but I, I think they're going to be okay. Um, so let's jump right into predictions, you guys. We're going to start uh, with the golden boot. So we'll kind of go do a round robin and see who's, who everyone thinks is going to get the golden boot. So let's start with Brad. Who's your golden boot? Oh, man. Uh, I'm liking two spots for it right now. I either think weirdly that Adi is going to win it for Portland. Okay. Or I think, uh, what's his name from the New York Red Bulls? Why can't Bradley Wright Phillips? All right. Both good options. Davis. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Kyle Aaron. Interesting. Okay. That is interesting. Um, yeah, it's his third year. Kaka is healthy. Kyle Aaron. It's not a bad pick. I don't know. I really want to say Ola Kamara because I, I want him to, and I think he's a good Dark Horse oh. candidate, but that's also Homer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please cough. No, that's super Homer. Um, realistically, I think it's going to be uh, Josie this year. I think Marino? Josie, no, I picked Josie last year, and he let me down because he gets injured all the time like a piece of shit. I think Josie's the man. I think he's the one who's going to get it this year. Um, you so. would. Oh, you would. After all this talk of Brad and me just hounding Josie. <laughs> I like Josie. You are. Um, I, just, like, I just don't see him staying healthy for the whole year. That's my biggest concern. Like, I think you're right. He could easily win it, especially with how well he, like, when he was healthy last year, played. Like, Ooh. he easily win it. But does he stay healthy is my so, concern. Speaking of staying healthy, Ola Kamara not in the starting lineup for the crew today. He's been dealing with a concussion. Um, he is on the bench, though, so that's good. Well, there um, goes his golden boot. I know. Lineup otherwise looking pretty much like I expected. Um, all right, so Supporter Shield. Brad, who you got? Toronto. Yeah. Davis? Yep. Toronto. <laughs> uh, I'm going to agree. I'm going with Toronto. If, if Dallas was fully healthy. No, Dallas. I'm going with Dallas. Sorry. You're right. Oh. Dallas. <laughs> I, I don't see Dallas doing it. I think the West is too difficult. Um, the East has gotten a lot better, but I think Toronto just, you know, more games against the East. True. Uh, equates to them getting it. That's just Brad. I'm, I'm in Dallas. Uh, MVP. MVP. Who's going to be your MVP, Brad? Ladero. Davis. Ooh. Um, Miguel Almarov. No, just kidding. Jeez, uh, honest to God, I, 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 I could not tell you. Um, I'll go, I'll go Bradley Wright Phillips, actually. I'm going to say he wins the MVP but doesn't win the Golden Boot. Okay. Interesting. Um, I'm kind of struggling with this too. I think this is tough. And that's why I'm kind of leaning toward Ladero. Um, he's going to have a full season though, so we're going to see how he really plays. But I, I can't think of anyone else who we're going to say, wow, he was kind of the cog and the reason that that oh, team was good. I'm changing Ladero. my answer. Morris. So I'm Dumb. on Ladero. Go ahead. Go ahead. Change my answer to the Colorado Rapids guy. The Gashi? Yes. Him. Yes. I love Gashi. He's good. He's really good. Him. Oh. Him. Not Brother Rick. That's fair. I'm going to see a drop-off with him without having Jones around, but that's just me. I agree with that. Um, okay, Brad, let's have your MLS Cup champion and do the game. So the two teams and the winner. Okay. Um, I'm going to say – I'm going to say – God, this sucks. I'm going to say Seattle and Dallas play in the Western Conference Final and Dallas wins because uh, they're fully healthy. Okay. I deserve to be. And so I'm going to have Dallas – 
and I think it's going to be Toronto and the crew in the Eastern Conference. And I think the crew are going to squeeze in. And I think that I think Dallas is going to win in all this year. Uh, it pains me to say it. I'd love to say Seattle repeats, but I think that uh, there's going to be an untimely injury for Seattle at the end of the year. That's my prediction. Quick, so I like that. Um, quick interruption. I The crew just tweeted out another starting lineup, and Ola Kamara is starting, so they were lying. Um, I think they saw Chicago's back line. They're like, oh, let's uh, just score a bunch of goals today. Um, you mean they saw Chicago? They were playing Chicago. They forgot for a second. I think Chicago's going to be all right, but that's just me. Uh, Davis, your MLS Cup championship game and winner. Do I have to do conference finals too? No, you don't. You don't Brad, have to. Oh, Brad, sorry, yeah. Brad just. Uh, Brad, Brad just. Gunned. Well, Brad, if Brad went, you know, MLS gunner Brad. I, was, I told you I was going to do a bunch of research and think about it a lot. Oh, I do appreciate shot. it. Yay, Brad. Um, I'm going to say Toronto and New York Red Bulls in the East, and I'm going to have Toronto winning because Toronto are good. They're very good. And in the West, I'm going to say Dallas and – oh, man. Is – Don't say Portland. No. I, I probably Seattle. I hate Seattle though. Sorry, Brad. That's fine. And um, who wins? Who wins FC Seattle? Dallas and then FC Dallas beats Toronto okay. in the MLS Cup. All right. So I'm gonna say my Eastern Conference final is Atlanta and Columbus. <laughs> I, that's a joke. I'm kidding. Um, I am still gonna be a homer though. I do think Columbus has has what it takes to get to the Eastern final this year. However. I think that they are going to lose to New York Red Bulls. Um, I think Toronto is going to have a Giovinco injury at some point this year. I don't think he's going to be healthy the whole year. He kind of had some bumps last year. The physical league, I think teams this year sort of realized, hey, let's be physical on him, and he's not going to want to play that hard. Um, He's also little. He's getting older. He's 30 or 29 now. Um, so, and I know how sore I am from playing soccer one day and running the next day, but my guess is, uh, did you yourself to Javinko? I sure did. <laughs> 29 year old. You're welcome. Um, so I'm going with, uh, New York Red Bulls over Columbus, um, being a homer and in the West, I'm going FC Dallas winning. I think they are going to beat Seattle because I can't think who's the third best team in the West, to be totally I honest. Portland this year. I think Portland's much better this year, and I hate saying this, but yeah. I think the big Blanco's a good signing. Magby. So I think, I think it's going to be Seattle and Dallas. I think Dallas wins, and I think Dallas gets that MLS Cup that's eluded uh, Oscar Perea for the last few years. So wait, we all have FC Dallas winning? Yep. Interesting. Can I just say this real quick, though? Um, yeah. No, 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 you have to say it real quick, though. MLS thing. Um, I think that Portland's going to be much better. I think Caleb Porter's learned a lot the last couple of years. Like, he kind of lucked into that championship, and, like, last year was a lot of growing pains for him as a coach. So I really do think Portland's going to be better, and I hate saying that, but um, I think he's a solid coach. And I think, same with Burr-Halter, they're both going to have real good bounce-back years. And I think a lot of what had to do with Columbus's Bad year last year was bad locker room with Kai and Iguain fighting. I agree. Um, and fighting. And my biggest concern for Columbus is that Iguain does not stay healthy all year. He's getting older. And, uh, but I think shoring up the defense was such a smart move. I think that- that's a great concern, Brad. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Columbus, no, though, does have some other guys in the middle who are playing right behind Iguain now. They've got yeah. Christian Martinez, who's on loan. They're finally saying, okay, how can we replace him if he gets hurt? Um, they have, they actually have a draft pick that they like, which is crazy. Like multiple good draft picks. It's insane. Yeah. I just think Columbus out of all the teams have the best like off season and what they did. Uh, or like an, like an front office, like off season award right now, I'd give it to Columbus. I think discounting, discounting all the insane things Atlanta did. Cause they were, they had to build a team from I scratch. Atlanta Cause they had to do insane things. Yeah. Columbus. And I wouldn't have counted Minnesota if they would have been in the same boat. I'm talking like teams that have been here and like established for more than, you know, a year. I think Portland's up there too. And what I think you're going to see this year from Toronto and Seattle to start the season is that MLS cup really, really screws with how teams can do the next year. 
it limits their roster abilities because it changes how much money they have available. That's kind of a little un, un, uh, underrated, little-known fact that Caleb Porter really mentioned last year was that you kind of just have to play the MLS game that next year. You can't say, okay, we got to go you know, fix this big problem we had. Um, yeah. And I think if Seattle and Toronto are able to overcome that early in the season, get to the midway part, be in the playoff picture, they're going to be fine. Um, yeah. But that's, that's what – and that's a, I think that's a legitimate problem that MLS needs to address is that the winners of the Cups are kind of, because of this push for parity, are sort of punished by winning and being in MLS Cup. And it's just because they don't – like, I get it. The MLS doesn't want a super team. Like, it makes sense. But, yeah. like, I think Seattle's in a better position than Toronto because they have that open too. spot. Yeah. And Toronto's defense is uh... – yeah, it's suspect. I mean, yeah. look at what Montre- Montreal almost made it to the Cup, and it, it had everything to do with they're an exciting, fast-paced, fun team. So they're fun to yep. watch. I understand it, but Montreal is. And they're going to be more fun without King Beatty bitching all the time. No offense. Dave. Oh, yeah, he's gone. I hate Montreal. I hope they lose every game. Um, all right. Well, with the, with the end of the MLS corner, Davis, I, I return your rightful hosting duties back to you. Ooh, yeah. Thank you, Sam. Well, I believe that is – it for us today let's uh hold off on trivia one because i'm unprepared for it and two i'm gonna make up an excuse and say that we need to have a full house what yeah Yeah. there you go that's it we don't have a full house we've clearly never done trivia with only three of us oh arsenal goal oh i uh i gotta i gotta take care of clyde and get ready to watch crew the crew anyway in 15 minutes All right, guys. Well, muchos gracias for being here for episode 15 of Hello from the Offside. Glad we got to finally record after our technical difficulties. Um, But hopefully we can do this a little bit more often. Things are starting to settle down, I think, for each of us after a pretty crazy period. Mm -hmm. Um, And with the MLS season upon us and the throws of the the EPL, we should have a lot to talk about. So, all right. Make that Conte Mario video. Uh, okay. That's right. That's right. All right. Conte. <laughs> so I don't know why that got me so bad. All right. Well, from all of us here at Hello from the Offside, Colin, Brad, and Davis, y'all have a good one. Okay, bye. 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 Goodbye.